0: Welcome to The Happy Homeschool, where we talk about creative homeschool inspiration rooted in relationships for the nonconformist, dedicated parent. I'm Laura Blodgett. And my goal at The Happy Homeschool is to inspire and equip you to create a learning environment that makes home everyone's favorite place. You can always read more at thehappyhomeschool.com. Hello, I'm Laura, and today we are going to talk about how to embrace your role as parent. This is a re-recording of week 26 of 52 weeks to a better relationship with your child. Let's begin the discussion by pointing out something that is truly foundational but often overlooked, and that is no one is prepared to be a parent. There is nothing quite like parenting to expose our weaknesses and flaws, and every strength we thought we had is challenged. Every selfishness will be revealed. Every inadequacy tempts us to self-pity. Yet the model is for a child to be born to two people with no prior parenting experience. True, some people have had extensive experience with younger siblings or have taken care of other people's children. However, it is never the same as the responsibility and delight of parenthood. And while it is helpful when there are friends and family to lend emotional support and occasional live-action help, the parents will bear the load of parenting. I want to talk a little bit more about the experience that people come to parenting with, even if it's not exactly parenting. I was the oldest of four children, And I grew up in what would be considered a very stable, uh, modern American family. And I got to see how my parents did things. And I know they did well overall. They made some mistakes. Even as a child, I could see that. But overall, they were a good example. However, I did not have a lot of experience really interacting with younger children and putting any of this to any sort of test before I had my own children. I did babysit occasionally and tried to apply some things, but I soon discovered that the way other families did things was not going to be easily modified by how my parents had done things as I applied them in babysitting. For another couple of examples, I have some good friends who both come from large families, uh, about nine kids each, I think. And each of these ladies will tell you that despite the various responsibilities and skills that they learned, there was still nothing like the responsibility of having their own children. In the midst of all of this, you may be asking yourself, I know I did. Why does it take children so long to grow up? Well, children were designed for long-term care. This has a uniquely human potential for relationship with parents, it makes it possible for families to grow together in ways they would not if children were out of the nest every year like little birds. And in the midst of it all, everyone comes to parenting with different advantages and disadvantages. We all have to learn to appropriately use our advantages and overcome our disadvantages to the best of our abilities. And no matter what background we come from, we all have an innate sense of our children needing to be nurtured and guided. Part of the challenge in knowing how to proceed is sometimes sifting through what are helpful and what are harmful cultural norms. And as parents, we should be very careful to examine that. There are those who would try to insert themselves between the parent and child relationship. And it is very useful to learn to see through the misinformation and manipulation that is used to do that to families. Along those lines, let's ask another question. Will the real parent please stand up? No one human being knows how to, or can, care for all the children of the world. And along the same lines, there is no cookie-cutter method of training or educating all the children. There are principles, but these have to be applied in creative ways. It takes knowing a child personally to get insight into his needs in the circumstances and challenges that he and the family are facing. It takes that same insight to get to know his strengths and desires. In other words, it takes a deeply relational communication to answer the most important questions of life or to help in difficult times. It takes a parent. If you love your children and honestly want what is best for them, give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Give yourself room to learn and problem-solve, because this is obviously how it is set up, especially for the first-time parents. Then keep in mind that you are always parenting any given child for the first time. This means a couple of things. You may be parenting your fifth or your seventh child, but it is the first time you are parenting that child. Along the same lines, when people might have a superior attitude towards their ability over yours, they have never parented your child. Through it all, aim for a humble confidence. Be confident that you are capable of being a good parent, and be humble about the need to problem-solve on a regular basis. To be a parent, you can't be afraid to be the adult in the relationship. Don't confuse adult-adult relationships with parent-child relationships. Children are not little adults to be given all the same personal freedoms. Children are immature humans that need both protection from others and protection from themselves many times. A parent is uniquely allowed to interfere with a child in ways that would not be at all acceptable between adults. I discuss this more in an article that I wrote called The Limits of Libertarian Ideas for the Family, and you can find a link for that on the website in the transcript of this podcast. It is also important to keep in mind that the marriage relationship is not to be abandoned for some misguided dedication to the children. The marriage is designed to be the core of the family. Preserve the marriage, not just in terms of legality, but in terms of relationship, and the children will feel a security that will guard them from many destructive outside forces. In addition, the parents will benefit from camaraderie and support that keeps parenting strong in all the right ways. There is a blend of priority to the marriage relationship and the priority to care for the children that will serve the children optimally. Obviously, There are some who have real and legitimate challenges with marriage. Those issues must be counted among the disadvantages that must be dealt with as a parent. But such individual situations do not discount the importance of good relationship between parents. As a parent, you must learn to take mistakes in stride. When you make mistakes, don't beat yourself up over it. Don't get sucked down into the muck over it, and don't keep apologizing to your children. In fact, save the apologies to your children for really important mistakes. They don't need to know every little thing you are second-guessing yourself about. Also, don't feel guilty for getting angry. It is not the anger, but what you do in response to it that is important. Anger is always something that should be used to help you evaluate the situation. Why are you feeling angry? Is it because you are tired and need to adjust the schedule? Or, just as likely, is the anger a signal that there is a real issue with the child that should be addressed? But then don't address the issue in your anger. Step back, take a deep breath, and deal with it in a rational way. You should regularly remind yourself that you do have more parenting experience and motivation to be a parent than your child. Have honest discussions, and don't be afraid to say when you don't know something, but rest assured that you know a lot more than your child. You have experience and insight just from being a parent. An important bookend to the discussion is that you need to enjoy being a parent. Don't be intimidated by some people or misguided by circumstances into letting someone else take over your role as parent. If you leave margin in your schedule for organic relationship growth, if you have a routine that gives priority to family relationships, and if you want to enjoy your children, you will be the parent your children need. Savor the moments and the opportunities. Enjoy being a parent. Make sure you have signed up for the Dangerously Helpful Homeschool Dispatch. When you do, you will receive my best 25 homeschool tips. Now go out there and have fun creating a fantastic homeschooling experience for you and your children.